0: Very good. Wow. What a start. It would be great if he just stayed and and, uh, kept going. What do you think? I did ask him. And he said, no, I don't think so. (laughs) But um, I was just reminded of, of Danny Silk. I don't know if any of you know Danny Silk, but he talks about people who are discerning. They walk in a room and they're like, can you feel it? Can you feel it? I feel like that. I'm like, I can feel it. Holy Spirit's moving, he's staring, he's doing things, and it's exciting, amen? And so, um, just, yeah, I was going to begin by praying, but I just feel like Greg's really just set, just set that. It's a new day, amen? It's a new day, it's just, it's so good. And we don't have a false hope, do we? So we're not just here, like, saying pretty words, it's like, it's a new day, it's actually a new day, you know, we can get excited, um, and so, as I start this morning, I actually just want to share um, just a couple of, of things that God gave me for the church. Um, and the first one is um, it was probably around four months ago that I had a night where I just could not sleep at all. And it wasn't a. can't get to sleep. I I, I was really kind of tossing and turning. I was really distressed. And, um, you know, do you ever get like that? So I kind of got to about 2 or 3 in the morning and I was just so exhausted, not because I hadn't slept, because I felt like I was in a wrestle. And um, I nearly went to sleep and then I just sort of was bolt awake again and I said, oh, God, if you want to say something, can you please say it? Because I'm really tired. I'm just so tired just say it. Um, And then I actually heard the words, arise, shine. And I don't know if you've ever asked God to speak, and when he does, you're surprised. But I was like, oh my goodness, he actually spoke to me. I was like, oh, that's really cool. Arise, shine. I thought, well, that's really nice. I'll uh, have a think on that tomorrow. I need to go to sleep. No, arise, It just kept coming, and it was so strong. And I I even tried, um, do you remember the old chorus? I thought If I sing the song in the morning, I'll really remember the song because that's kind of how I'm wired. But no, it just kept coming. So I'm like, fine, I'm not sleeping tonight. And I got up and I began to read Isaiah 60. And God just started showing me, like Greg and I have these conversations about the future of this church. And as I read through Isaiah 60, it was like, he was like, this is going to happen, and this and this. And it was just like, (gasps) oh. So exciting and I remember the next day I read through it with Greg and we were like crying and it was just, so it was really, um, I just really felt it was a word for our church and I'm just going to read, to begin with today, Isaiah 60, just verse 1 and 2, okay, if you want to read through that later, um, the whole chapter is amazing. Uh, It says, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and deep darkness the people, but the Lord will arise over you and his glory will be seen upon you. Okay, so I just felt that word um, and I felt to share it today, arise, shine. Now fast forward a couple of months and we had our open heaven night, um, which was really amazing and I ended up down in the sound desk and I was just... Like praying in the spirit and all this stuff was happening and I was just like, oh, God, this is, oh, even a bit like today, like, oh, oh, it's so good. And so I went home and I was thinking about like just the potential of people and I felt really excited and I was even thinking it when I woke up the next day and then all of a sudden I could see um, like a crowd of people and it was like the backs of all their heads. Okay, it was you guys. Um, the backs of all the heads and I heard the word rise and this was separate to the and I wasn't thinking about that but I heard the word rise and then I could see like people laying on mats as well and God was saying rise you need to rise and I was just reminded about the in John 5 5 the man at the pool of Bethesda when Jesus came and he said you know do you want to get well Sorry, I don't know why that's just moving me in this moment. But it's like, do you want to get well? And he was like, I, I've got no one to put me in the pool. Yeah? And what did Jesus say? The King, new King James says, rise, take up your bed and walk. And so I began to see these people beginning to rise. And God was like, it's nearly like you're there and, and, and you'd really, not in a slack way, but you want someone to come and say, come on, you know, you can do it like, I'll help you. But God's like, no, you need to get into the word for yourself. I want you to, to get in and I've I've said rise. I want you to rise yourself. So I was really impacted by that. And then I saw the rest of the people standing and you were like, yeah, rise, that's good. But God was saying, rise. And then I saw like a ladder. Sorry if I'm weirding anyone out. I just feel to share it. <laughs> I saw like a ladder and, and it was nearly like, I'm moving like a rope ladder. And people, it's like you've taken maybe one step up, two steps up, and it's kind of moving a bit, and you're like, I'm really scared, and you've gone back down. But you're still standing. And you're like, I'm good, I'm standing. I'm not on my mat anymore, I'm standing. But God was saying, rise. And so I just want to speak that it was later in the week that I realised, oh, arise, shine, rise. God, you're saying something. Over us as a church I just feel like this is a real um, like just a, a moment in time that God is just saying it's time it's time and if God's been stirring something in your, in your heart if you have felt like I'm too afraid I'm too it's just it's time there's going to be just like a grace for it and it's just gonna it's gonna it's gonna go so I thought this morning then I might just speak out of that. Like, how? It's well and good to say arise, shine. How? How do we arise and shine? Now, oftentimes when you make that decision, I'm going to rise, yes, I'm going to do it, people will try and box you. Okay? And so the title, I guess, of my message is Arise, Shine, but the subtitle is The Box I Don't Fit In. And I'm going to invite you to break out of that box. I hate those boxes. Okay, and we can see Matthew 13, 54. This is where they scoffed at Jesus. And they went, isn't he the carpenter's son? Isn't that? Don't we know his mother? We know him. And he can't be the Messiah because we know him. And people will like, they'll just put you in a little box and go, oh, that's, you know... You look at my husband. That's Greg. Isn't he from Galway? <laughs> <laughs> woo We were there a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> but it's like people will do that. No, no, you can't. You can't. It's like you can. In him, you can. Okay? So the box I don't fit in. And so we see, um, you know, just there's different ways that society will try and box you. Um, And we were laughing. Do you know about the NAPLAN testing that they do throughout the schools? Yeah? For most of you with kids in school, this was the first year I had two doing it. So, my kids are all two years apart. So, in a couple of years, I'll have three doing it. And so, I got the results home. And they've got this... Now, your child, there's a big green arrow and a line. And, you know, depending on how your child sits, the dot will be above, below, you know. So, I opened one... And of course, the dot is like three years above your age level. Just It's, it's sky high. It's like national average here. And this child is like, whoo So then I opened the other one. And I just felt angry, let me tell you. Don't you call my child average? Don't say that they're average. Do you know, I felt like, well, and I know why they do the testing. It's to make sure that everyone's learning at the right level. I understand it. But I just felt like, where's the box for athletic ability? <laughs> Where's the box for social skills? Where's the box for is creative and works well with their hands and and is, like, adaptable? There's no box for that. There's just, like, are you smart or are you below the line? And I just... We actually threw it in the fire. We burnt it. (laughs) And I said, don't you box my child. And, you know, I didn't want my children to see that. Even just that sibling thing. I don't want you to see that you're different like that on paper. Look how different you are. No. Just... Don't take it. Don't let anyone box you. Amen? Oh, Sorry, I get a little bit worked up. <sighs> so, now, even our personality test can be a box. And mine, Greg's going to laugh, I did mine, like, 30 times this week because I didn't like the result that I got. <laughs> like, I didn't like that. I kept doing it and doing it. And in the end, I was, like, an artistic poet who was so far off in La La Land that my friends and family had trouble bringing me back down. I'm like, what have I done? (laughs) It was so funny. But one of my original ones, which was closer to me, said, I don't like to be boxed. So the fact I don't like to be boxed is a box. All right? I get it. Anyway. But hasn't God made me this way? Okay? Let's look at Psalm 139.13 okay, you knit me together in my mother's womb, thank you for making me so wonderfully complex, amen, so I'm going to do a test on you now, okay, let's have a look and see, it's not pass or fail, okay, if you freak out, that's already part of the result, all right, I just want you to turn to your right and say hello to the person on your right hand side, okay, so just turn to your right and say hello, <clears throat> okay, now that is already a box for you because did you just say hello? Or did you say more? Or did you think, why do we have to do this? Why is she getting us to say this? There's no one sitting next to me. <laughs> if we all turn to the right, we're all going to be talking to each other's back, so it actually doesn't work. Some of you thought that. I knew you would because I thought it too. <laughs> That's so funny. So that's, you know, society though, they want to box you and say this is how you have to stay. And so, if he's made me wonderfully complex, if he's made me 90% introverted, hello. Surely I don't have to talk to people. <laughs> God, surely I don't have to talk to people. Ephesians 2:10 says we are God's masterpiece okay he's created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago okay and one of my favorite quotes I've got it written in my book with all my prophecies it says all greatness is achieved while performing outside your comfort zone okay yes he's made you this way but he's got this amazing plan just for you okay so don't let your box become an excuse all right, you need to rise and we need to step into what he has for us. Um, now, he doesn't want you, though, to become like somebody else, okay, I think this is where we get into trouble, we, we start to compare, we start to look around, we start to, it's like, no, the best version of you is what he wants and um, I had one of my children come to me a little while back and they wanted to change schools. Um, he's like, I think I want to go to a new school. I'm like, all right. Well, how come? Well, I was thinking if I went to a new school, I could I could sort of act different. Like no one would know me. They wouldn't know how I am. This is actually what he said. They won't know how I am. I can act different. I can kind of talk different. I'll be into different things. I can kind of you know, it'll be great. So I might. Like, so basically, you want to change school so you can be someone else. He's like, yes yes! I'm like, I think you've missed the point. Um, But the story, so my reply to him was this story and I'd heard Jonathan Helser say this story um, and if you don't know who Jonathan Helser is, he wrote No Longer Slaves, so I think he's pretty awesome. But the story goes like this, there's a a rabbi and he um, is waiting in heaven for his, his judgment, okay? So it's a made, totally made-up story, obviously. And he's waiting there, and he's, he's waiting for God to come and, and thinking, are you, will he say, well done, good and faithful servant? You know, I wonder what he's going to say. So he starts getting a little bit nervous, like, oh, I hope I've done enough. I hope, oh, what's God going to say? And God's taking his time. So he gets really worked up, and he starts going, oh, what if he says, why weren't you Moses. Oh, I should have been more like Moses. What if he says, why weren't you David or Solomon? Or and, it, and so when God finally comes, he's surprised at what he says. And all God says, he looks at him and he says, why weren't you you? Okay, God's only called you to be you. And um, I remember one time I was thinking about all my children and just... The differences, does anyone who has a lot of children just get totally like, how are you all so different? Oh my goodness, where do you come from? know. Um, <laughs> it's just like, who are you? And, and I was thinking this one day, I was going through them and I'm like, oh, just, just how different they are, but loving on them, if you know what I mean, as a mum, like I love that about them. And, and then I started thinking, well, what if, what if I had two Joshes? Does anyone (laughs) – oh, it would be too much, wouldn't it? (laughs) What if I had two lilies? (sighs) Twin lilies. Ethan, Tyler, like each one of them, God's given me one and they bring a special part to our family. And as a mum, I never look and think, why don't I have two of the same? I just marvel in those differences. And God was like, that's how I am with you. Okay, and he was even speaking to me about in my, within my family, I don't want you to be like your siblings. I've created you, you, okay? And we have to remember that we are his children, okay? He doesn't look down and say, and I was thinking this morning, you know when your child takes their first steps, what, when do you clap? When they fall over. They take one step and they fall and you go, yeah. <laughs> don't you it's so exciting and you start like filming them falling over <laughs> there isn't God our heavenly father so if you take that word today I'm going to rise if you fall he's actually going to go yes well done why do we expect to be perfect when we don't expect that of others we don't you know and I had a scripture here with um, Romans 8. Uh, da, 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 da. Sorry, I've got so many scriptures, I've just got to find the right one. 14, all who are led by the Spirit of God, Romans 8, 14, are children of God, okay? We are God's children. We can be led by the Spirit and you can step out in him with confidence, Okay? You step out and you become the best version of you. That's all he's asking, okay? And he's not going to say, arise, shine. He's not going to say that and then, not, and then give you no skills and no ability and no, you know. Just think of him clapping. Just think of that clap when those children fall. That just, this morning, I just had that. I'm like, we so do that. We celebrate, Romans 8, 15, we continue on. So you have not received a spirit that makes you fearful slaves. Instead, you received God's spirit when he adopted you as his own children. And so now we call him Abba, Father. Oh, it's so beautiful. For his spirit joins with our spirit to affirm that we are God's children. Amen. It's so amazing. <laughs> so amazing there's an amazing version of you that can only be fulfilled in God yeah don't do it in your own strength he doesn't want that <clears throat> so now some some steps on how how do i rise and step in to what God has for me the first step is walk closely with Jesus okay and I just, I even had a little moment when I just wrote that down and I'm just like, oh, Jesus, you know, I'm so glad I know you. I'm so, just what you've done for me. What you've done for me. Walk closely, yeah? Oh. John 8, verse 12, you know, we're talking about arising and shining. Jesus spoke to to the people once more and said I am the light of the world if you follow me okay if we walk closely with him you won't have to walk in the darkness because you will have the light that leads to life amen walk closely with Jesus and and you can have a confidence in that okay you can have a confidence in that and um It also says in Ephesians 1, verse 18. Sorry, are you all flicking, flicking? Or just listen, it'll be fine. (laughs) I pray your hearts will be flooded with light, amen, so that you can understand the confident hope he has given to those he called, his holy people who are rich, who are his rich and glorious inheritance, amen. I pray your heart would be Flooded with light, I pray that you would walk closely with Jesus. Thank you, God. And the second thing, which is, um, it's really interesting what we've been singing and sort of pressing in today, but realise that we have the Holy Spirit in us, okay? We have the Holy Spirit in us, when we sing things like, Holy Spirit, you're welcome here, it's just like, (sighs) again, it's just, it's not nice words, it's like a Holy Spirit makes the difference. I want to just quickly take a look at a couple of people. When the Holy Spirit came on them, and I'm not going to turn, but I love um, where Samuel anoints. Saul and he goes up and starts prophesying and I know a lot of other things happen later but when he's in that strength he's up prophesying with the prophets okay later on he's hiding in the baggage that's the real (laughs) yeah but when the Holy Spirit comes on it's like I'm gonna stand I'm different I'm different and they actually made a saying out of it isn't that Saul it became a saying can anybody prophesy Yes, is the answer. Um, And look at Paul in the New Testament. So Acts 9, 21. All who heard him, this is Paul, were amazed, okay? When the Holy Spirit comes on you, people will be amazed. You will break out of that box and that mould and that, well, this is who you are and this is where you were born and this is how your family was and this is how, you know, you've been laying on the mat a long time. When the Holy Spirit comes, you, you can rise, okay? Break out of that box. Uh, 9 verse 22, Acts 9.22, Paul's preaching became more and more powerful, yeah? And it was Paul that said um, his power works best in weakness, Okay? So when I'm weak, I'm actually strong. Okay, that's in 2 Corinthians 12.9. His strength makes me strong. I'm actually weak. And so you don't have to be stuck in that box. You don't have to be stuck in a mould. We can actually break out. So I want you to think, that box I don't fit in, that's where I need to live, outside of that box. And we also see... Uh, Peter and John so Acts 4 verse 8 uh, says Peter filled with the spirit and so then in verse 13 it says the members of the council were amazed when they saw the boldness of Peter and John they could see that they were ordinary men that's the box aren't you just ordinary maybe your national average I certainly would be below if we were Nat plant testing today. I hated school. You know? They could see they were ordinary men who had been with Jesus. Okay? That's how that sentence finishes. So if you've been with Jesus, if you're walking with Jesus, you are going to be different. And so, yes, God has knit you in His in your mother's womb and He's made you wonderfully complex he's made you a certain way and he sees that but it's not the excuse to not step out of that box and do what you're called to do yeah and so if you're shy he will give you a boldness you know and no I'm not going to go there Greg Greg is going to tag team back with me and we were going to talk about just some of the ways you can Begin to step out, like Ian was saying, get someone who needs a supply drop and you take it to them. <gasps> Some of you extroverts just go, yeah, let it be fun. It's like, oh, scary. Romans 8, 11 says, The Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. Do you ever read scripture and do a double take? I mean, I've been in church a long time, so I've heard it a long time, but I hope it doesn't become, you know, oh, yeah, I know that. Oh, I know that. Actually, I had a, a moment where I was, we were at the shepherd and leaders thingy, I don't remember what it was called, and um, the, we were at a, mid, a mid-group session. You're laughing at me. I don't remember what it was called. A leader's thing in Shepparton. And a mid-group, and I sort of went in and I sat down the back and, and the man said, let's turn here. And I thought, oh, yeah. Actually, I studied on that a few months ago. And God, I heard this, don't think you know everything. <laughs> I was like, "Oh!" So I went out of my notes that I was taking and I wrote, don't think you know everything. And I went back into my notes and he said, the man speaking said, now don't think that you know everything. <laughs> whoa um so don't don't read and think you already know it it says Romans eight eleven the spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you okay so we can actually oh I just think that's amazing it's actually amazing if we go back through and get that fresh revelation it's like oh So however I am, however God's made me, the box I'm in, I need to step out, okay? Now, Greg was telling me about a quote that he loves in a coffee shop in town. Go coffee. (laughs) Sorry. Comfort zones are where dreams go to die. And this is my last scripture for today, Acts 1.8. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Okay? Has the Holy Spirit come upon you? Are you doing it in your own strength? You will receive power. Amen? Can people see that you've been with Jesus? Are you... So I just want you to... To just take that word today, it's time to arise and shine. Okay, I'm going to ask Greg. He's going to come and and we are going to tag team. But it is time to arise, shine. And and if you have those fearful moments, just think, I don't want to be lying on that mat. I don't want to be... You think of that rope ladder. And I actually... I just have to share my last thought on that. I... This is what we do. Um, I was thinking, well, God, you've got our hand, right? If we're going... We've got to go up the ladder. You've got our hand. And then I started thinking, well, that's a bit awkward. How do you go up a ladder if someone's holding your hand? That would make it actually trickier. And then I could see, like, it was nothing like God was push. He's pushing from behind. He's like, I'm going to catch you if you fall. I'm right here. Okay, he's got you. And you can step out with confidence. Amen? I'm gonna
1: can you stay? I can stay. You can stay. I am going to hand over to you. Step out with confidence. Remember that. I'm going to quote you in a few seconds. <laughs> I've been really challenged lately, um, just in my walk with God, just really partnering with Jesus. And, and when he gives you an impression or, you know, you, uh, how, do we, how do I extract You feel like you need to do something. Do it. So it might be pray for someone. You know, it might be embarrassing. It might not be the done thing. It might be Greg from Googowie, You know, who's he that can pray for someone? Well, I've just been taking up the challenge, do it. Or, Or it might be just declaring something over our marriage or over our church or over our life or you know in a prayer meeting doing something different yeah. like you know I felt at times we, one morning we went and anointed all the chairs and prayed for everyone who'd be sitting in front of the chair and we had a really good time of worship another morning I felt the lord telling us to go and stand over in front of the heater to pray and that was cuz it was a cold morning but it was still, <laughs> still it was <laughs> And this morning, um, I just felt as we were praying as a music team to anoint one of the members of the team and, and just pray some stuff. And I really reckon that set us up for a, a breakthrough this morning in worship. I don't know if you felt it in the spirit, but I certainly did. Um, so why am I telling you this? I just think we need to speak into a few people's lives this morning. So, and I just had this thing with Bill and Sue, and I'm going to get you two as well. So you, it's a practical. Who likes practicals? So Bill and, Bill and Sue... Just I've been you've been highlighted to me this morning. Just throughout the worship, I've just had you on my heart. And um, this whole thing of a, a rise, shine, and God's doing a new thing, and I just think he's starting to stir in you a new thing. I think it's a new day. And I know... You know one of the things... I just want to stop here. One of the things you need to be careful doing is when you... You've got to remember... In a church, which is your home church, you actually know things about people. So I know that Bill and Sue are looking to, you know, sell their house. I know that, okay? But I just want you to know this is not me just making up stuff just to encourage them. I just feel the Lord is stepping you into new things. And that might be in your marriage relationship. It might be... He he hasn't shown me where, but um, I just know it's a new and exciting day. And one thing... I like to see is people starting strong, finishing strong. Yeah. And I just see you, as Christians, we're not here to, you know, we reach the top of the bell curve and then we crescendo out into nothing. No, I think the, the positive Christian walk is you start here and you keep going. And you yeah. keep going. I think that's, that's how we are to model it. And that's what I see in you two. I see, you know, you've started somewhere and you... You may not know this, so we, we probably don't tell you so often. But we, we, you're, you're both role models for Stacey and I. We just look at you as role models, and you know, it's just just something we do. But I just see your Christian walk. You know, it started there, and it's just it doesn't doesn't fade out from here. It things change, your walk changes, but it doesn't doesn't fade out. So just be encouraged. He's got really good things in store for you, Stacey. You've got
0: something. Yeah. Well, I had this thought yesterday, which didn't fit with my message, and God just went, that's, um, Isaiah 55, 8, my thoughts aren't your thoughts, and your ways are not my ways, Um, my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts, so I just felt that, and the same, like, yeah, we know a bit of the situation, but um, we try and and plan and and work things out, and God has a higher way Mm -hmm. that sometimes we just don't. Um, we can try and work it out all that we can and he's like, I've got it, okay, I've got it and so I don't know um, specifics or anything like that but actually as I drive, we have to drive past these guys to get into town, <laughs> I drove past this morning I was like, God's got it, okay and that's not me, you know I, I could have thought anything and that's, that's what actually came into my mind as I drove past this morning, so, yeah
1: Anyone else standing up to you? <laughs> You're freaking me out. I know. That's my job <laughs> as your husband. You, you go first. <laughs> you go first. Uh, Tia. Tia. Actually, yes, Tia.
0: Yeah, okay, good. Right, you pray private, Tia. No, you go first. <laughs>
1: oh, musos can come up. You go first. It's all good. Yeah. No, you go first. Well, come out here, Tia. We're going to actually meet you with oil.
0: I, I, as I was looking around the room... <laughs> I, I knew she'd
1: kick in in a minute.
0: <laughs> I saw you and I just thought, God sees you. That, so it was simple, but God sees you. Yeah.
1: Okay, you can pray for her. Oh. She's Does anyone heart.
0: see what I have to put up <laughs> with? Lord, we just pray for Tia. Yeah. Oh, what an amazing woman oh, in God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Thank you that you do see her. Lord, she's incredible. She has just blessed me so much. Lord, I just thank you for her. And that gifting you've given her just to see people and to see see past and into the hearts of people. Lord, I know you're going to use that in the future. Lord, we just pray healing over Tia. You know, I don't know if everybody knows, people don't need to know, God knows. We speak healing in Jesus' name.
1: Yeah, yeah, just call it down. Mm. Mm.
0: A oh, new day. Jesus. Take that word that it's a new day. Everything past can just go. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Even I'm in that, Jesus. yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> in that thing that, you know, <sighs> mm. he sees that, he's like, no, that's, that's in the past. It's a new day, yeah. You can take that and he's just going to use that unique way that he's made you to just do something incredible or just see that. Jesus' name, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you, God. So,
1: Tia, when I was in primary school, um, we did this thing called latch hook. I don't know, you get this really coarse bit of um, um, hessian material and then you've got to draw a picture on it and then you've got to get different coloured wool and you do this latch hook type picture. It's like, a, it, it's like cross-stitch for kids who haven't got skills basically. <laughs> and we all had to do it. And I'm just thinking, I am not into textiles whatsoever, but we had to do it. It was one one of the things we did in primary school. And so I did this sunrise. So it's a couple of hills and the sun and the sun beaming out and the blue sky and you're going, Greg, what the heck has this got to do with any It's okay. I'll get there. I'm a bit random. And it was, so my point is, it's of a sunrise. And I just see, when I look at you, a sunrise. Wow. Okay? A new day, something fresh but the thing about a sunrise is it's powerful but it's still Mm. it's just that you look at the sunrise you don't look too much because it can do some damage but you glance up and that's all good and it's like there's power there it's poised just to go bang you know just just yeah it's the the beginning of something new and something powerful so i see a sunrise over your life amen cool thanks you you may be seated there
0: can be seated. No, you can't be seated. Why not? Because I'm, We're going to
1: do communion. Uh, what's the time? No, we've got time to do We're communion. Come on, one more, your choice of one your choosing.
0: More. Well, I haven't got a particular person, but when you said the word sunrise, so you can pick a person while I'm saying this. I, um, I woke really early this morning. Obviously, I had today on my mind, and I was sort of laying in bed. I was so comfy. I was like, oh, why don't we get up? I'm not a morning person. I hate the mornings but I got up and it was really early and I looked out our back door and just this amazing sunrise that's why when you said that and I thought you know it's worth it's worth getting up to see that yeah um yeah so if some of you were thinking I might be a little hard (laughs) that sunrise is is worth it yeah
1: Hey, Bridget, would you come out? Sorry, sorry to do this to you. No, I'm not sorry at all. He's not sorry. I'm not sorry. I remember many years ago we had um, this fellow, oh, he was an ex-Navy SEAL, Daryl. what's his name? Lynn Perry, that's it, Lynn Perry, and he got me up and made me, you know, give prophetic words over a few of the youth, and I'm like, oh, this is so annoying, this is not me, and, you know, I, as you do, you kind of fumble, you know, oh, God bless you, all those kind of things. And he said, now, son, and I'm freaking out because he's an ex-Navy seal and he's a scary dude. Uh, he says, son, you better get used to this because you're going to be doing it a lot. And I've never forgotten that. So I'm, I'm not sorry. Come here, come here Bridget. <laughs> Hop up. We're going to pray for you. So, Bridget, when I saw you just then, I was just reminded of the waters of baptism. Have you been baptized in water? Yeah. Okay. Good. So you know that feeling when you go under the water and you come up and you're just like, oh, it, it's, it's hard to put into words, but it, you know in your spirit yeah. something's changed, it's a new day. Yeah. So I just got that image of the waters of baptism and you're coming up with this huge smile on your face and just knowing it's all okay. Yeah. It's all okay, Bridget. <laughs> so that's the word for you today. It's all okay. It's all okay. Yeah. Church, could you reach out your hands towards Bridget? We're going to pray for her. Oh, Father. (laughs) It's all okay. I just declare victory. I declare hope. I declare a a future. Jeremiah 29.11 for the plans I have for you. A good, a good, it's a good plan, Bridget. It's a good plan. It's a new day. It's a good plan. It's a new day, it's a good plan. It's a new day and it's a good plan. Oh, I just declare good things, just good things. The old has passed away and I declare good things, good things. It's good. Thanks, Bridget. It's a new day. Amen. Well, we better do communion because I'll get in trouble if we don't. I do have notes like I was supposed to finish the sermon, but we're gonna skip those. Could we hand out communion if that's that's all good? Yeah. Very good. John three sixteen, I know it's a very obscure verse of scripture. That not many know, but I'll. I'll, Yeah, I'm being sarcastic. It's all good. John 3:16. For this is how God loved the world. He gave His one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in Him will not perish, but have eternal life. Amen. Everyone. And He gave. And do you know what? He's never stopped giving. He's never stopped giving. He's the giver of life. Amen. He's the giver of hope. He's the giver of salvation. He just gives and gives and gives and gives. Yeah, can we stand this morning as we take communion together? Yeah, Lord, I just declare you are the giver of life. Lord, I declare you've never stopped giving. And we just love you, Lord God. We love you, Jesus, for the the sacrifice you gave, the new hope you gave. Before it was the title of a Star Wars movie, it was actually something Jesus gave us. It's a new hope, a new hope. So remember a chorus my grandma used to sing, I found a new way of living. I found a new hope divine. I have prosperity, power and victory abiding, abiding in the vine. (laughs) we love you lord abiding in the vine oh holy spirit just come now just give us a new hope